Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's six o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday, the 20th of September. Today, somebody with a law degree is going to try and explain to a group of people with English literature degrees something that only people with economics degrees can really claim to understand. In other words, it's the US Federal Reserve's decision day, followed by a press conference from Fed Chair Powell. The expectation is for no rate increase today, and indeed Powell would be very hard-pressed to justify a rate increase. Financial distress is increasing amongst lower-income households, inflation is trending slower, and in large parts of the United States is now well within pre-pandemic ranges. Labour market data has been revised weaker. More importantly, by simply doing nothing, the Fed continues to tighten policy. Central bank policy rests on three pillars, monetary, quantitative and regulatory. Leaving nominal interest rates unchanged in the US today means that monetary and quantitative policy will continue to tighten. In other words, it will increasingly work to slow the economy in the future. On monetary policy, the real cost of borrowing continues to rise. The real cost of borrowing is the interest rate less the growth in income, because it is growth in income that determines the ease with which somebody can repay debt. US wage growth, proper wage growth, not average hourly earnings, is slowing. That makes borrowing more difficult. In addition, thanks to the resilience of the middle-income consumer, the US economy is continuing to grow. It's slowing, but it's a soft landing scenario. All things being equal, a growing economy generally needs more liquidity to be injected, and liquidity is governed by quantitative policy. But the US Federal Reserve is reducing the amount of liquidity in the US economy, and the Fed's balance sheet continues to shrink as a share of GDP. A sensible policy stance would be to accept that this is the peak of interest rates and to consider how best to repair the damage of Powell's past policy errors. We're unlikely to get that today, however. Meanwhile, the United Kingdom is to offer consumer and producer price data for August. As with other economies, the headline consumer price inflation rate will be pushed higher by energy costs. However, in considering the economic impact of inflation in the UK, it's important to recognise that consumer price inflation does exaggerate the inflation experience of consumers. After the profit-led inflation episode, supermarkets have started to introduce a two-tier pricing system, offering significant price discounts for privileged customers. Those discounts are not recorded in the consumer price inflation data. In addition, parts of consumer price inflation do use the fictional owner's equivalent rent for homeowners. And with UK rents rising, this does matter, because a majority of homeowners have no costs for actually owning their home, as they don't have a mortgage on their home. But owner's equivalent rent assumes that these homeowners are paying more every month. UK producer prices, which better represent corporate pricing power, are untroubled by the dual pricing structures and fictional prices. These are essentially going to report no inflation at all in the output price measure. Germany is also reporting producer price inflation today, and here more substantial deflation is to be expected. 
That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer. 